0: welcome everybody to coastal covers we are here for the week one picks on saturday we've already released our weekday picks and this is going to be the saturday slate obviously the bigger of the two slates um so here we go this is the gcg coming at you with my buddy Papa. what's up what's up guys yes We are. Do you have uh, more stuff to say?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kind of winging it. Uh, We're gonna tell you some uh, dirty little secrets on this uh, on this podcast here uh, about the
0: Saturday football slate. Yes, we are gonna give you everything we got. Um, Again, there's a lot of games, so we can't go into too much detail. I reiterate to you again that you can always hit us up on Twitter. I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna lift the curtain here for a minute. This is gonna sound kind of sad, but. No one has asked us any questions on Twitter, so I keep ever, ever. I keep pandering to you guys and, and asking you to, to just talk to us, <laughs>
1: even if you just like, even if you just uh, send us a message or, or uh, tweet us and be like, hey. You're fat. Yeah, you guys are fat <laughs> and stupid. That
0: Spanish guy, just, you know, the Spaniards. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, reach out. We appreciate you listening to us and giving us that that international audience. Right. <laughs> um, also, somebody can tell a female to listen because so far our, our, our listenership is, is all males. Yeah, yeah, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> so if, if one female would like to check it out, you can be from America, that's fine. You can be from elsewhere, whatever, just... You know, or just identify as a female because you could do whatever these days. So, um, yeah, somebody somebody listen to us and somebody talk to us. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're
1: from, uh, like you said, from elsewhere, uh, any Skyrim fans out there, if you're a Khajiit
0: <laughs> or Parts Unknown. Yes. If you're from the uh, WWF back in the day and you were a slightly creepy character, you had to be from Parts Unknown. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, okay, so you can uh, ask us any follow-up questions on at Covers 24 or at GCG underscore wins, and we can go into a little more detail on these games, but like I said, big slate, got to kind of move to keep the episodes uh, relatively short. So we'll dive right into it here. Um, First game is FCS versus FBS. Sam Houston is going to take on preseason ranked number six, Texas A&M there, minus 29.5. Yeah, I was a little bit
1: surprised this line wasn't uh, up, upwards of 40. Um, I'm going to take 29 and a 29.5. I know Sam Houston's got a good football program, but uh, yeah, like and ms
0: uh, supposed to be a national
1: championship contender.
0: So, um, uh, Yeah, I'd like to p- point out that most of our lines are from Bovada. If you're listening, we're wrapping you yet again. Um, most of our lines are from Bovada, but Bovada does not release these FBS versus FCS lines um, usually until Saturday, um, which is kind of annoying but uh so all of these lines that we are getting for these games are off of odd shark um you know if you guys would like to sponsor us <laughs> but uh so that is where those lines will be coming from if you're wondering where uh where they're they're getting these numbers so all right 29 and a half yeah i'm on the same page as you um i think texas a and is gonna, gonna kind of shove it down their throat i mean no, I don't expect them to hang their starters out there for too long or anything like that. But there's endless amounts of talent on this team, a lot of young talent. Um, I mean, they have the best recruiting classes, like, ever going lately. So, maybe, that, maybe that's why,
1: because, you know, it's the first game for, for – they're running so many freshmen out there and sophomores. But I still – I don't think it matters. Like, I think those guys are
0: just too good. Yeah, I mean, they'd all be starting on any, like, FCS team out there, you yeah. know. So, I mean, I'm on the same side. I'm laying the 29 and a half and I feel okay about it. Um, next up, Colorado State, the Rams, Jay Norvell's new team. Uh, I say new because everything there is new and he is new as well. Uh, going up against the Michigan Wolverines, Michigan laying 31 in Ann Arbor. Yeah, we saw what happened in Nevada last week with uh, without Norvell
1: and half the team there. Um, you know, Colorado State, I think, is going to be a pretty good team this year. Uh you know, at least somewhere in the realm of six and six. Uh, but I am going to go Michigan here. I think Michigan's going to just kind of try to take care of business. I know they have a joke beginning of the schedule. Um, they're going to, they're going to run, uh, one of their quarterbacks, uh, week one, the other one week two, uh, to start. But, um, I, I still like Michigan. I think they, I think they kind of take it
0: to them here. Um, I'm going to go with Colorado state. Um, You know, Michigan has two new coordinators on each side of the ball. And I I know everything about Colorado state is new, but I think Michigan, um, their, their non-conference schedule is a fucking joke. And while they are going to like, you know, sort of have to run it up on some of these teams just to make it look better. Um, because they have no competition on it. They know that if if they win all the rest of their games that they're supposed to win, it doesn't really matter what they do in these games. So I think they're going to be trying a lot of new things out and, uh, Colorado state's probably going to run their guys out there for as long as they can until the game, unless the game's an absolute bloodbath. So um, I'm going to take the points here and and it's not a strong play, but I, I'm going to go with Colorado state um, next up. Really good matchup. I think NC state is minus 11 and a half traveling to Greenville, North Carolina to play the ECU pirates.
1: Yeah. East Carolina is always a tough place to play. Um, that's, that's a tricky, tricky game. Um, I'm going to go with NC State here just based on the fact that I think this is a different NC State team. I think this team is really, really talented. Um, you know, I did have them winning 10 games this year. So I'm going to go NC State covering.
0: Uh, I'm actually going to go with East Carolina. I'm going to take the points, and I'm going to say that it's worth putting a money line in a couple things. They're sprinkling a little bit on the money line here. Um, East Carolina's beat North beat uh, NC State the last two times that they've traveled to Greenville. It's a really electric home field environment when things are going well for ECU. I think ECU is on the rise. It's week one. So there's no disappointment yet. The fans will be there. They're going to turn up in droves. And I I think this is a really tough spot for NC state. So I'm going to ride with the pirates here and I'm going to take the points. Uh, Next up, we have central Connecticut against UConn. UConn is laying 19 at home. Yeah. um,
1: I'm going UConn there. Uh, I think that's, a little bit too low. I, 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 that UConn team played pretty good against Utah State, and uh, I'm gonna take a minus
0: the points. So, one thing I'd like to point out is the tickets for this game are two dollars more expensive than the Maryland and Buffalo game. <laughs> uh, the, the UConn game is tickets as low as six dollars. Maryland versus Buffalo, you can get into for as low as four dollars. Wow, Jesus, <laughs> that's not good. Wow. Um, anyway, so uh, Taquan Roverson out for the season, his ACL. Uh, that hurts. I mean, he was, you know, kind of going to be like one of their focal points of the offense. So uh new quarterback coming in there with UConn, maybe a little bit of overreaction from their close game with Utah State. I think Utah State was just trying to get to that Alabama game. I'm going to go ahead and take the 19 points with uh, Central Connecticut here. I think it's a good spot to take them with the Roberson being down. Uh, Next game, South Dakota State travels to Kinnick to play Iowa. The Hawkeyes, they are laying 15-and-a-half. Yeah, I was
1: interested to see what that line would be. Um, I think that's pretty fair. Uh, I don't think – I mean, Iowa's offense was abysmal last year. It's going to be a low-scoring
0: game. Um, But I did take South uh, South Dakota State plus 15-and-a-half. You know what? It's too obvious. I'm laying the points. I'm laying the 15-and-a-half with Iowa. Um, I'm going to call another audible here in a minute uh, switching off of something else. So I actually, the very next game is what I'm going to switch. I'm switching the next two games. So this one, I did have South Dakota state. I was with you. I think Iowa might go out there and randomly fuck them up. Uh, I don't think you overlook South Dakota state. I think we all know what they are. It's true. So I think Iowa's going to balls up for this one. I'm going to lay the 15 and a half, which brings us to the next game. Tickets as low as $4 in college park, Maryland, Maryland is at home lane 24 and a half against the Buffalo Bulls.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, uh, if you listen to the preseason, I absolutely loved Maryland this year.
0: You're uh, obsessed we,
1: Yeah, we, uh, we, we kind of joked around about it a <laughs> bit, but uh, I am going to take Buffalo here. Uh, I think the game gets a little bit out of hand early, and I think Maryland pumps the brakes. Uh, Buffalo gets some late scores. I'm going to take Buffalo with the points.
0: Yeah, typically Maryland is an early season juggernaut, and then they suck later on. Um And and that's why I was thinking I was going to take Maryland and lay the points. But I think, again, it's another obvious spot. I think at this point, everybody knows Maryland is like the early season darlings. They fuck everybody up early. Um, I'm going to go against it. I'm going to take the Bulls plus the 24 and a half, just like you did. And uh, that's going to be my little switcheroo, though, there. I'm going to take the Iowa Hawkeyes and then take the Bulls with the points. Next up, Rutgers at Boston College. Tickets as low as $6.00. (laughs) <laughs> boston college is laying seven yeah
1: um i am very surprised with this line um i just i don't think much of rockers at all and i think boston college is a good football team and it's and it's at home um i'm all over boston college here uh it's one of my favorite games of the day probably my favorite game
0: yeah this is another one that is is like kind of like lockworthy for me I'm, I'm i'm in on this game too now I'm not so confident as to say that I think Boston College is going to go out there and like buck Ruckers up. Right. I think it's going to be a competitive game. If this line was around two touchdowns, maybe I'd take the Rutgers side of things. But one touchdown, you got Jerkovich, a first-round quarterback, coming here. Um, I'm, all, I'm all over this Boston College team. I'm, I'm taking. Yeah. I'm, I'm laying the seven. Yeah. Next game, North Carolina, the Tar Heels, are going to boon North Carolina to play the App State Mountaineers. Um, north carolina surprisingly for now laying a point and a half but uh i think the public's getting involved on this one yeah uh
1: north carolina was uh kind of unimpressive in week zero um yeah to be honest i'm i'm not really gonna touch much of this game um i i have app state uh just sticking with what i had preseason but um i, I feel like this is a game that the public's gonna go all over app state and North carolina could fuck them up so um, I, I'm gonna stick App State, but I'm not confident on it at all.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I had these two teams preseason, like just you know all the preseason work we did. I had them rated kind of the same, um and, and I was very back and forth on what I was gonna do in this spot. However, I think people are gonna overreact strongly to that Week One performance with North Carolina, and that game was just super fucking weird, like. Honestly, Florida A&M basically did North Carolina a favor, even showing up, because they had 25 guys that weren't going to be there. They could have canceled that game, and North Carolina would have only had 11 wins on the season, 11 games played. You know, which hurts. Uh, it's not a good look. So uh, they were celebrating HBCUs all week. I don't think North Carolina had any intention of going out there and fucking up Florida A&M. Yeah. And Florida A&M made it really, really hard to not let that happen. So I think people are getting on the, like, North Carolina sucks train, like, really hard right now. And I think they're going to jump to that App State side of things, and that makes a lot of sense. But I'm going to go with UNC here. I'm going to lay the points. Yeah. It's uh-huh. not a bad pick at all. I'm not going to go crazy with it either because no, no. if, if once it loses, I'm going to feel like an idiot. right? <laughs> uh, all right, so Delaware at Navy. Navy is laying 16 and a half. Um, what do you got there? I got Delaware there. I think they uh, keep it close. Yeah, same here. Um, Navy, I I don't know what to think about them. I keep thinking uh, Ken Niamatalo is going to eventually turn things around there. Um, they've been kind of shitty the last few years. Uh, However, you know, Delaware is a good FCS program and Navy plays a lot of close games. Triple option is geared towards close games. So I'm going to take the points with Delaware as well. Richmond, the Spiders up against Virginia uh, in Charlottesville. Now, this is Tony Elliott's first game as head coach for the Virginia Cavaliers. uh, Pointing out Bronco Mendenhall in his first game for the Virginia Cavaliers lost to FCS little brother Richmond. So interesting Cavaliers here laying 24 and a half. What are you doing? yeah um I'm you know
1: I, I know about that it's funny it's a kind of a rivalry um, you know I thought about that when I made my pick but uh, I am gonna go Virginia minus 24 and a half I think Brandon Armstrong is too good um and I think that uh, I think Virginia is gonna be kind of hyped for that game and they they know as well as we do that that Richmond did beat them so um, I
0: like Virginia here I think the same thing I think Tony Elliott knows what happened with the last staff when they came in and uh, he knows he got to get this one done. You still got all kinds of weapons on offense. So I don't think Virginia is going to look like some juggernaut out there, but I think they're going to easily be able to pull away. So I'm going to lay the points next up, Northern Iowa against air force uh, Falcon stadium, air force playing 14. Mike, do we have a little problem with air force? Yeah, just, just a little bit here. (laughs) Just just a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So
1: You know, Northern Iowa is always a good FCS team, but uh, you know, preseason I had Air Force ranked really, really high. I think this is a very, very good football team. I think 14 is way too low, so I'm gonna take Air Force.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna take Air Force too. I'm I'm really high on this Air Force team in this season. Um, there's a little bit of a personal matter that recently happened where we could have had a cool interview, it got shot down. Shout out to the player that was gonna do it, you know, no, no ill will towards uh. The guy that was going to do the interview, we got we got shot down. I understand why, um, but it wasn't the nicest response. So <laughs> that was my beef with it a little bit. But it's okay. I understand. I get it. There's a lot of roadblocks in the way of that. It's not going to hold me back from picking Air Force minus fourteen. Like I said, uh, triple option. It does gear towards close games. That's probably why this line's looking low. Northern Iowa, also like Mike said, good FCS team, but this Air Force team is on a different level. Uh, a lot of good players on that team, uh, including the one we wanted to interview. So yeah, uh, I'm laying the 14 with Air Force as well. Southeast Missouri State FCS uh, going up to the cornfields of Ames to play Iowa State. Iowa State is laying 37 and a half. Uh, I think Iowa State uh, tends to uh, start off the year slow sometimes.
1: I took Southeast Missouri State plus the
0: 37.5. Yeah, same here. Um, They do, and they, they, like, in particular, always struggle against, like, FCS or, like, lower-tier G5. Yeah. Whoa, that scared the hell out of me. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so I, I also uh, took the points of Southeast Missouri State. Bowling green at UCLA in the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. UCLA is lag 25. Yeah, I think that's another uh, – How we talked
1: about Michigan State in the last episode, I think UCLA is going to feel cool about themselves fucking them up. So I got UCLA there.
0: Yeah, another team with a terrible non-conference schedule. Chip Kelly is going to go ahead and pour it on. Uh, I feel pretty good laying the 25 there. Oregon, the Ducks, uh, probably the game of the week here. Uh, Playing Georgia in the very neutral Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. (laughs) Georgia is laying seventeen.
1: Yeah, it's way too much. I know they won the national championship last year, but I mean, Oregon went to Columbus and outright beat Ohio State. So, um, you know, plus 17, I'm going to take the Ducks there for sure. Uh, I don't think they're going to win the game, but I think
0: they're going to keep it competitive. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know, Oregon has a coach from Dan Lanning is from Georgia. Uh, So there's one factor. He kind of understands what's going on out there. Um, Yes, Georgia's probably still going to own the trenches, but Oregon's been getting more physical and tougher in the trenches. I don't see anything about these two. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Georgia is the much better team, but I don't see there's anything about these two teams where Georgia's going to just go in there and dominate. I don't even think that's their style. They play defensive, close kind of struggle games for the most part. They blow out the shitty teams, but Oregon is by no means shitty. So this is one of my favorite plays of the day. I'm taking the 17. It's easy. Yeah. Uh, UTEP at Oklahoma, Oklahoma's length 31 and Norman. What do you got there? Um, I'm going to go Oklahoma there. I just, I don't think much of UTEP after
1: seeing them play. And, uh, I'll take the, uh, Sooners with the kind of new look
0: team they got going on. Yeah. I took UTEP. No real reason. Bethune Cookman at Miami playing the hurricanes. Um, this storied rivalry seems to take place every single year where Bethune Cookman just plays, plays Miami. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't know what's going on, but, uh, do you think the Hurricanes are going to lay it on their rival 45-and-a-half is the line of hard rock? I do, uh, not confidently, but I have uh, Miami here. I think Bethune is really going to step up for this one and keep it you know, within the 45-and-a-half. They hate Miami. and They, they do. And, you know, <laughs> with As much tradition as this game holds, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take Bethune for no reason at all. Uh, Cincinnati at Arkansas. Arkansas is leg six at Fayetteville.
1: I was a lot more confident in this game preseason than I am now. Um, I'm still gonna take Arkansas, but uh you know, Cincinnati has a lot of weapons back and and I don't know. I just I, I think this should be a close game. Um I am I am going Arkansas, but I'm not I don't love it.
0: I think these two teams are almost the exact same team right now. Um I haven't graded the exact same. I think they're both replacing some pieces. I think they're both kind of like preseason overrated a little bit, even though I think both of them are good teams. Um, So I'm taking the six. I think this is a very even game. I think Arkansas wins, but I think this line should have been somewhere around the three points, four points at the most. I, I think six is too many, and I'm going to take those points. Next up, Houston at UTSA. Houston is minus four. Yeah, that's another game I've been going back and forth on a little bit.
1: i you know I, I kind of feel bad that I have UTsa dropping a couple games early on in the season because I think that's a really really good football team uh, and they are at home but uh I think Houston is I I did have Houston winning 11 games this year so I I'm gonna go Houston uh with the victory and the uh cover
0: yeah, it's very interesting I mean Texas Tech on deck for Houston and and normally that might be like a little look ahead spot after Texas Tech did beat them last year but I mean, it's week one, so you don't overlook UTSA here. Plus, UTSA went 11-1 and last year, so I don't think you overlook them. I really want to take UTSA, and it's going to be one of those games where, like, I- I'm going to take Houston. I'm going to lay the points. I'm going to take Houston, but I- if I'm wrong and UTSA wins, I'm actually going to be happy about it, so yeah, uh, right. I'll, I'll lay the points, but I'm not super confident, it, and I kind of hope I'm uh, next up, San Diego State at home in the new Snapdragon Stadium. Pretty cool name. Yeah. Uh, the first game ever being played there. Uh, so this game, San Diego State is minus six against Arizona. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I think I think people are
1: tending to take San Diego State here. Uh, I I do think more of Arizona than I than a lot of people do. However, uh, I did go San Diego State minus six at the new stadium. I think they are the better football team, and they're at home. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and and take minus six.
0: Yeah, my fear in this game is that I was expecting a higher line. I was too. Um, I'm a little surprised. I I mean, San Diego State does tend to play close games. Um, It's it's very interesting. I'm going to go ahead and lay the six, but I would say if this game gets anywhere over a touchdown, uh, maybe flip to the other side. Yeah, yeah. uh, Delora out there in Arizona, that could make things completely different. A lot of new pieces on San Diego State um but I, I you know i have them winning this game as like a lock so i'm gonna lay the six uh next up north dakota fcs not state just north dakota is going to lincoln to play nebraska at scott frost they're laying 21 and a half in, in uh, lincoln um
1: i took nebraska here for the bounce back i think they uh good for you scott frost you fuck up north north dakota and uh yeah, so I, I think Nebraska rolls here. Yeah,
0: I actually really like this spot. Um, you know, I think I think exactly what you said. They're going to come out, and they're going to fuck them up and feel all good about themselves. And Scott Frost would be like, see, see. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see the things that I've done? They're going to feel real good about themselves. So, yeah, uh, Nebraska fucks up North Dakota. Next game, Norfolk State at Marshall. Marshall is laying 35-and-a-half. I took Norfolk for no real reason, honestly. Same here. Moving on. <laughs> Tulsa minus six
1: and a half at Wyoming in Laramie. Um, I took Tulsa. Wyoming's just as bad as we thought, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take them.
0: Yeah, Wyoming is just as bad as we thought. However, I am gonna take the points. I don't think much of Tulsa either. Now, I think Tulsa wins this game, but I'm not I'm not even 100 percent convinced that that's gonna be the outcome, but I think this is a huge Wyoming overreaction spot, and while I do think they're exactly as bad as we thought they were, um, I also just I'm, – I'm not really sold on Tulsa being great. The Wyoming trip's always weird, um, and I think Tulsa has a tendency under Phil Montgomery to kind of play down to their competition sometimes. So I'm going to take Wyoming to cover but not win. Uh, next up, Troy at Ole Miss. Ole Miss is laying 21 in Oxford. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with Troy. You know, we were
1: both pretty high on Troy this uh, preseason. I think that they keep the game somewhat within the 14 range, and I think they do cover.
0: Yeah, I projected this game out to be a little lower, around like Ole Miss minus 18 or so. So I'm also going to take the points. Um, I think this could be that creepy Sunbelt team that keeps it really close against the SEC team. I think maybe Ole Miss pulls away late, but I think Troy hangs around for a little longer than people expect. Uh, i am also on the trojans there um byU lane 12 against south Florida yeah we talked about it before the
1: podcast here uh we were it was kind of one of those games that we were hoping the line would be high so we could take south Florida uh the line is right in that right in that area that makes it difficult um you know it, by by all means byU should blow them out but it's just it's a weird spot it's a weird game um but i, I still am gonna take byU i'm not gonna overthink it. Um, I'm going to take BYU minus 12 with a pretty high confidence.
0: So the last two times these teams have played, uh, BYU won by eight, and they lost outright in 2019 in South Florida by four. Okay, so, so that's, yeah. It, yeah, that's why the line is where it's at. Even though people, you know, know BYU is a good football team, the line is there for a reason. But I think they over a little too much, and I think it's a little too low. So this is one I would say jump on now before it gets up over two touchdowns and starts really crawling up there. But uh, BYU minus 12 is my play as well. Um, Cal, the Golden Bears, 21 and a half. They're giving it home to UC Davis. Uh, I got Davis here uh, just for fun. Yeah, (laughs) same here. I don't have a real feel in this game. Uh, Cal, more of a defensive team. Yeah. Tend to play things a little close. UC Davis, uh, pretty good FCS team. So interesting game, but uh, no real strong play there. Nichols is going at south alabama you absolutely hate south alabama they're only laying 10 here what are you going to do
1: see and this proves that, that they're not <laughs> a very good football team a minus 10 against Nichols, uh, but i am going to go south alabama here
0: yeah i don't think they're going to blow Nichols out but i think this is a really strong play um i think i think i'm kind of on south alabama to at least get to a bowl this year for the first time in program history i think they're going to get this game done i think the 10's a little light so I'm gonna lay those points. Texas State at Nevada in Reno. This game's a pickup.
1: Yeah. Um, people just saw Nevada against New Mexico State and were like, wow, this team's not very good. Uh, which we knew they weren't gonna be very good. I mean, it it's no surprise to me. I mean, we had them, we had them losing that game. Um, I'm gonna take Nevada at home on the pick'em. Uh, I just I think they are still a little bit better than Texas State, and they're at home, so I'm gonna take them.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, surprisingly, I don't have these two. I guess it's not that surprising, but I, I don't have these two teams separated by much. But I would think this game would have been like a little closer to a touchdown. What I took from that Nevada game is that, no, that team is not very good. Just like we thought they were going to suck, they kind of suck. But I did see that that team was <laughs> running around with that turnover trident and shit. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> I think they've bought into Ken Wilson a little bit as a head coach. I don't think he's going to be a great head coach, but I think the players like him. Um, so they might ride a little momentum. I think they're definitely going to get this one done. I, I like them to win the game. Uh, next up, Rice, the Owls at USC. USC lane 33. I'll take USC there. I think they're going to blow their doors off. Yeah, they're all stoked on themselves. They're going to be all hyped up for this one. Rice really doesn't stand a chance. I'm going to lay the points too. Morgan State from the FCS is going at Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern length, 38 and a half. Oh, God. I, I don't
1: know anything about Morgan State, honestly, but I'm not taking Georgia Southern minus 38.5 against anyone. So um, Morgan State for sure.
0: Yeah, same here. I'm, I'm absolutely not going to lay that many points with this team transition and out of the triple option. Yeah, you're probably going to beat them. Yeah, you'll probably fuck them up, but they're going to score a little bit on them, I think. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to take Morgan State as well. Um, Florida Atlantic at OU in Athens, Ohio. Florida Atlantic
1: is laying 4.5. Yeah, um, they looked very impressive in week zero. And, uh, you know, I, I had them going eight and four this year. Um, it it scares me a little bit uh, because I think everybody's going to be on them. But uh, I'm going to stick with
0: my preseason prediction and go Florida Atlantic. Yeah, I, this is one of those lines where I really wish like Vegas just didn't nail it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like preseason, I did have OU winning when we made this pick and I didn't really like it to be honest. Um, I do expect OU to improve this year, but I do think this Florida Atlantic team is pretty good. Um, I thought this line would be higher after what Florida Atlantic just did on week zero. Four and a half feels about right. I'm going to go ahead and take the points and say this is going to be a round of field goal game, Um, but I'm not super confident, but I'll I'll go ahead and take OU plus four and a half. All right, so the next game is actually like one of my favorites of the night. Uh, Middle Tennessee is going... Uh, to play James Madison, the Dukes. Um, James Madison is laying five and a half in this one. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I like that game a lot. Um,
1: James Madison's first game up in the FBS. Uh, I'm going to take them minus the five and a half.
0: Yeah, I saw they uh, they sold out this stadium. So um, oh, that's cool. they're pretty stoked. They always get pretty rowdy. I mean, they've been traditionally a good program for a long time. and I mean, it's a very similar situation to App State where, I don't think it's going to take them very long to come up and just get into the full swing of being one of the better G5s. Right. Um, I have this line. like It's projected about right to what I thought about these two teams, um, but I just love the spot. It's one of my favorite spots, so I'm definitely on James Madison there. Next game, a little trickier. Utah is at Florida in the swamp. Uh, Utah is length three points.
1: Uh, that's such a tricky game um i mean any other utah team or any other florida team I'd probably go the other way but uh i'm gonna take the utes minus three i just i think they're considerably better of a team but uh that's that's a tricky spot it's a hard place to
0: play and it's a it's a long travel yeah um i absolutely will not this is what i'm going to say i absolutely would not bet utah over a field goal in this game that's this is my cap so i'm on utah but three is the absolute highest line I would lay in this game. Yeah, I agree. I that's agree that. that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> Albany at Baylor, the Bears laying forty one and a half. Um, I took.
1: Who did I take? I took Baylor minus forty one and a half. Uh, just uh, I, I mean, Albany probably won't score any points in that game, so
0: uh, Baylor forty two nothing would cover. I I like it. Yeah, it's like Albany. Who cares? All right. <laughs> Illinois State at Wisconsin at Camp Randall. Wisconsin is like 33
1: and a half. Yeah, Illinois State's not a bad program, FCS, but uh Wisconsin uh tends to fuck these teams up. So I'm gonna go Wisconsin.
0: I did the same thing, although I am just a little scared because you know we keep we keep saying that Wisconsin always fucks these teams up, and then shit like last year when they you know barely beat Army, like that's, that's true, a tailor-made game for Wisconsin traditionally, right? Um so i don't know let's see graham mertz maybe you could throw a forward pass now i, I don't maybe. know maybe who knows but uh i'm gonna lay the points too but not as confident as i would normally be in that pick now next game miami of ohio is going to lexington to play kentucky the Wildcats are laying 16 and a half you know i like this game a lot actually I, i'm like strangely stoked on. This yeah game.
1: because i think it's a little bit of uh of an overreaction for Miami of Ohio people are uh, taking them to win the Mac and stuff. Um, they do have a good football team. Uh, and you know, obviously they have uh, Blaine Gabbert's little brother at a quarterback. Um, and I think, but then I think it's an underreaction on Kentucky uh, just because even though everybody knows that they have a good team uh, it's still Kentucky. So I'm going to go ahead and go Kentucky. I mean, this is one of my favorite plays of the day too. Uh, it, I, I just feel like it's a it's a slight overhype and a slight underhype for week one of the season, um, and the line is a little bit lower than I expected. So I got Kentucky, uh, given
0: the points. Interesting. I took Miami. Um, I'm not very high on Kentucky this year. I think they play shitty teams, and, and I think they're a slightly above average team. Um, I expect the public to jump all over a line that's anything lower than than 20-something, you know, when you're getting an SEC against right. uh, a max school. So I expect the public to kind of drive this line up. Um, and I'll feel a little better about taking Miami of Ohio as it gets closer to 20. But even for now, I'm, I'm going to stick on that side of things, but not a high-confidence play for me. Uh, Mercer at Auburn. Auburn is laying 31 and a half. I got Auburn there. I think they blow him out. Yeah, Mercer, pretty good FCS. But I don't know. Uh, Harson. you know, inexplicably kind of on the hot seat there. Uh, he's gotta have to show some things, so I think they they're gonna be playing. If if the team likes him at all, if the players like him, they're gonna fuck this team up. So we'll learn a lot from that aspect. Vanderbilt minus twenty at home against Elon. I took Elon. Uh, Vanderbilt blew out uh,
1: Hawaii in week zero, but uh, I think a little bit of a uh,
0: little bit of a come down spot, <laughs> and, they, and I think Elon covers the twenty. I think normally that would be my side of things too. But I think Vanderbilt's, you know, they're they're gonna be a little realistic to where they're not all stoked on themselves entirely for beating Hawaii. Right. And also you lost at home to an FCS last year. So um I think they're gonna come out for one more week and fuck a team up. And and I think they're gonna take care of business here against Elon. So I'm gonna lay the 20. Uh South Dakota at Kansas State, Kansas State laying 25 in Manhattan.
1: That's a little bit bigger of a line than I thought. Actually, uh, being South Dakota, um, you know, I'm very high on Kansas State this year. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and lay the 25,
0: but very, very hesitantly. Yeah, it took South Dakota. Um, I think there's going to be some things to figure out in Kansas State. I think this is going to be one of one of the teams in the country. We've kind of talked about it already. That I'm like most excited to watch. Um, but you know there are some new things going on there with Colin Klein coming in and uh, being the O coordinator now. Adrian Martinez is is there now, so there's some things to learn about that team. I'm gonna go ahead and take the 25. Uh, I'm still stoked on Kansas State for the season, but I think I think it could be a little bit of an interesting start. It could. Army at Coastal Carolina in Conway, South Carolina. Coastal is laying two. Um, we haven't really seen anything for me to change
1: my pick since the preseason. I'm gonna take Coastal. Uh, not a very high confidence. I think they're two good football teams. I think uh, Army is a slightly better team, but Coastal's had a full off offseason to prepare for them, and it's at home. Uh, so I'm going to take uh, Grayson McCall and the uh, Chanteliers. Chanticleers.
0: Chanticleers. Fancy way of saying cock. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm going to lay the two with Coastal too, but this is probably one of the most unsure I've ever been about handicapping any game ever. Yeah. <laughs> this is just a really tough game to, to pick. So I'm going Coastal, but uh, not a lot of lot of confidence for me there. Liberty, the Flames, minus three and a half in Hattiesburg, Mississippi against Southern Miss.
1: Yeah, I was a little bit surprised uh, for for how low the line is here. Yeah. Um, you know, I know Southern Miss had a lot of injuries last season. Uh, they should be a bit better this year. Uh, and Liberty should be uh, slightly down from what they were last year as well. But I think Liberty still has uh, too much talent. Um, I, I really think they cover that. Uh, I would jump on that line early, though, before people start driving it up. To I could see that being close to a touchdown or
0: over a touchdown even by game time. So, uh yeah, I'm going to take Liberty, though, minus the three and a half. Yeah, this is a game I'm, I'm going to sit and wait a little bit on. Um, I think the line is going to go up close to a touchdown or possibly even more. Yeah. I think the public's going to get very involved in this game. I think Southern Miss is a lot better than what people think they're going to, going to be. And uh, as, as much as I do think Liberty is still going to be pretty good, I don't think they're going to be as good as they've been the last few years. Um, I see what Vegas is seeing in this game. I'm surprised that they set the line this close because I think they nailed it. Um, But I think a lot of people are going to be jumping on Liberty. So I'm on the Southern Miss side of things, and I'm going to like it more as the week goes on. UMass at Tulane. Tulane laying 28 and a half in New Orleans. Uh, I'm going to take UMass there. You know, Tulane had a
1: terrible season last year. Uh, UMass coming in with a little bit of a new team, new coach, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think they keep the game within four touchdowns.
0: Yeah, I think Tulane's going to pour it on a little bit, personally. Uh, They had a terrible, terrible season last year, and Willie Fritz is going to have to really make a statement. That is the Um, other way to look at it. Right. So so as much as I can see uh, Don Brown drawing up a really good defense against this team, uh, I think they they really had to figure some things out and that they're going to have to make a statement. And talent-wise, they should still be far and away the better team. So I am going to lay the points. Uh, Next game, this is a really weird line to me here. Southeast Louisiana is at uh, ULL, uh, playing in Lafayette, Louisiana. ULL only laying 14 and a half.
1: Yeah, I don't really know what's going on there. Uh, I'm definitely on the ULL side. That seems way, way too low to me. Um, Yeah, I don't don't really get it. Uh, Southeast Louisiana is a good FCS program, but, uh, I mean, that's way too low. I'm taking
0: Lafayette. Yeah, I'm I'm really surprised. So here's why. Like, it's not – it's not like I think ULL is like great this year because I I don't. No, um, I actually you know I gave them the same grade as I gave Tulane just for example, and I don't think Tulane's great either. Um, so that's where I have them. It's just you know with all the preseason things you're looking at the over unders this and that ULL their over under was like eight and a half. You know so Vegas is still high on this team. So for all the reasons that I would have thought like they should have been against them, they were still on them. But now it comes time to set a line against an FCS, and you set it at 14 and a half. Yeah. So it's really confusing to me. And despite knowing, like, at, uh, the Southeast Louisiana is a good program, I- I'm also going to lay the 14 and a half. I think the line's just too low.
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh,
0: Grambling is going to play at Arkansas State in Jonesboro. Uh, what do you think Butch Jones is going to have drawn up here? Uh, I-, I like Arkansas
1: State, 26 and a half. Uh, I think Butch Jones is. I Butch Jones. Yeah, Butch Jones is. uh Tits Jones. Good old Bitch Tits.
0: <laughs> I think he's gonna he's gonna be ready to take care of some business there. That's like kind of my natural instinct too. Is I, I, you know, it's a really bad team that's gonna pour it on an FCS. Um, yeah, I went the other way with it. I, I took the points, but. I, I don't have any strong feeling in that game at all. Right. You might be exactly right. and He might take advantage of a, a good spot to run up score. Uh, Utah State at Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Alabama is like 42.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take Utah State. I mean, the team – like, I get it. It's Alabama. But, I mean, like, they won the Mountain West last year. Like, it's a good football team. Um, no, they're not going to win the game. No, they're not going to be close. But, like, as, hey, over, you're talking over 40 points. Like, I, I'm taking Utah State.
0: Yeah, I mean, if there was a different game on deck, maybe I would even say, like, go ahead and lay the 42. But this is a really good spot. you got Texas on deck for Alabama. Like, they're not going to show their hand. I I mean, I know Alabama's going to fuck Texas up. There's no question. But, But like, what's funny is Utah State was better than Texas last (laughs) year. I know. know? (laughs) know. Um, But, yeah, this is, like, their first – this is, like, their – first of like three conference road games they've played under Nick Saban Yeah, <laughs> or, or their third of three, I should say. But, um, you know, I think they're going to be a little conservative this week, you know, getting ready for next week. They know they're going to fuck up Utah state, but what's the difference if Alabama beats Utah state by 25 or 42, it's not going to make a single bit of difference. No. So I'm, I'm all over taking the 42. Um, if Alabama goes out and lays it on them, I'll, I'll be pretty surprised if it's, if it's anywhere close to that. Honestly. Yeah. So, yeah. Me too. Um, Next up, Notre Dame somehow ranked number five preseason. I don't really get that. Uh, at Ohio State, Ohio State laying 17 and a half.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, I I think Ohio State's definitely a much better team than Notre Dame. Um, Notre Dame does still have some talent. Uh, I, I think 17 and a half for me is a little bit too high. Uh, I'm going to go the Irish here. Um, not something that I'm real stoked on. Uh, I could just see Ohio State, like I could – I could see them turning the ball over a a decent amount in this first game, getting all stoked and fired up.
0: Uh, I don't know. I like Notre Dame here. I feel like they're begging you to take Notre Dame with this line. What I think the bottom line of this game is, like, I'm an Irish fan. I'm a Notre Dame fan. That's my team. I don't think they have anything on offense that's going to be anywhere in the ballpark of being able to keep up in this game. So while I think Notre Dame has a really good defense, and, yeah, maybe they'll play tough for a little bit, as soon as Ohio State starts getting the gears in motion and really starts going, Notre Dame has nothing to be able to keep up. So, working off the same assumption that I've been working off of all preseason, that Jim Knowles is going to turn this Ohio State defense around and make it into at least, you know, a playoff competitive type defense, I think that Ohio State's going to blow the doors off this Notre Dame team. It hurts me to say it. I'm a, I'm a Notre Dame fan, and this is Ohio State is my number one most hated sports program. Anything, any, any sport. I hate them. The only thing even close is LeBron James, whatever organization he's a part of. So it hurts me to say, but I think once Ohio state gets rolling here, this game's going to be a bloodbath. I'm going to lay the 17 and a half. Uh, Next up Memphis at Mississippi state, a little bit of revenge here for Mike Leach and uh, Mississippi state. They are laying 16 in Starkville. Yeah. And
1: that's why that's one of the two reasons why I'm taking Mississippi state. uh, And the other reason being that, uh, you know, looking going over our preseason stuff, I don't understand why everyone is so stoked on Memphis yet this year. I just don't think they're that good, um, and I think that uh, I think Leach is going to have these guys fired up. I think they're going to beat the holy hell out of them. So yeah, uh, definitely taking Mississippi
0: State. I am too. My only problem with this game is is I really thought with Vegas setting the over under at seven and a half, and and people knowing that Memphis beat this team last year. I thought the line was going to be a little closer to around the, you know, two touchdowns-ish, maybe even 13 and a half, even though it is in Starkville. So I don't love that it's at 16, but I'm definitely going to play that that Mike Leach goes out there and beats the hell out of it. I feel like you're, like, getting baited to take Memphis, I, you know? I, yeah, kind Yeah, kind of me too. I, yeah. I wish it was a lower line. But, yeah, I'm on, I'm on Mississippi State. I, I think yeah. the same thing. You're still getting baited a little bit, and I think uh, Mike Leach wants blood. So, yeah. And he drinks blood when he wants
1: to. <laughs>
0: he, um, he looks like a vampire. He keeps leveling me up and that shout out to SGN SGPN Discord. He keeps leveling me up in there. That was it's pretty fun. That's hot, yeah. I love every time it comes up. Mike Leach leveled you up. Like, oh, that's fucking cool. All right. Uh Georgia State at South Carolina in Columbia. South Carolina is laying 12 and a half. What are you doing here?
1: Um, I think South Carolina comes out a little bit flat here. Uh, Georgia State's a good football team. Uh, I think South Carolina does get the job done, uh, but it's going to be less than that. So I'm going to go uh, Georgia State.
0: Yeah, this is another game with Rattler going there that I kind of expect the public to push this line. I was hoping it started a little higher, to be honest. Me too,
1: me too. Um,
0: and, I, and I think the public will take care of it for us. I think they'll push it over two touchdowns. So um, maybe wait and see on this game and take it once it gets over two touchdowns. Um, but Georgia State is also my play. I think they're going to be able to keep it competitive. SMU, minus 11, going to Denton, Texas to play North Texas. North uh, – did I say – yeah, they're minus 11. So what's your take on this one? Um, I took North Texas
1: here. I uh, I was a little bit back and forth on this game. Uh, North Texas did look fairly impressive on Week 0. Uh smu i think is is the better football team but uh but i'll take the points there with north texas yeah
0: rhett lashley in his first year with this program um i do think smu is going to be pretty good i think he's going to get them going like rather quickly um i will say the last time that smu went to denton in 2018 they took a loss and i don't necessarily um actually i did predict them to lose this game looking back on it so um yeah, I, I, th- I think they could get it done with Rhett Lashley and all the new pieces going on there at SMU. Um, plus, I believe SMU, uh, no, it's not a look-ahead spot, but um, I think it's just a tough spot. I think North Texas plus 11 is definitely my play, but I think it could be worth a little sprinkle on the money line there. Uh, FCS Colgate going uh, to Palo Alto to play Stanford. Stanford laying 40 and a half. Stanford can't score 40 points against anybody. I'm taking Colgate. I'm taking the toothpaste all day. <laughs> um, I will say the only bright point of Stanford's team is their offense. Their defense sucks. Wow, well, which, which is really weird to say about it is Stanford. <laughs> you know, but. um, All right, so maybe they can't hold anybody under. But, yeah, that's what. I went the same way as you did. I took Colgate, but I don't have like a super strong feeling about it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's sad that I like kind of forgot bad about stanford because yeah, they've right. been so
1: down you know it's yeah just, they're so irrelevant every yeah. year now you don't
0: even pay attention to what they're doing but, yeah uh i don't know maybe emmett smith's kid will at least look cool out there who knows right. barry sanders kid let me down i know <laughs> uh that's just what they're doing now i guess is just getting like legacy kids yeah <laughs> uh murray state going and playing texas tech in lubbock texas tech is laying 34 yeah, shout out to John Moran. I'm taking Murray State plus 34. <laughs> uh, I took Texas Tech laying the 34 because they're just that bitch ass team that likes to run it up on shitty teams. They are a bitch ass <laughs> team. <laughs> they are. They are. real bitch ass. Uh, so I'm going to lay the 34 there, but not you know nothing special. Monroe uh, going and playing Texas. Texas laying uh, 37 on on at home here. So what do you got?
1: I honestly think this line is way too high. Uh, obviously obviously Monroe is uh, not a good football team and and Texas is supposed to be pretty good this year, but uh, I, I mean, Monroe surprises teams here. I mean, they beat Nick Saban in Alabama. I know that was forever ago, <laughs> but like they surprise teams and, and I don't know. I'm, I think this is going to be a fairly close game. Like I think it's going to be within, i us say within 20. So plus
0: a 38. Yeah, for sure. I'm taking Monroe. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say a team's looking ahead past week one, but, you know, Sarkeesian, he's probably drunk right now and he thinks he's playing Alabama this week.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: I don't know. It's a look ahead spot. I'm not, I, I, like, I'm not going to put all my hard earned money on this game, but I feel pretty comfortable taking the 37 in this particular spot. I think, you know, Terry Bowden's got this team a little more competitive, a little bit better recruits coming in um yeah i'm gonna take the 37 in the spot for sure definite look ahead spot for texas even with week one louisville minus five or yeah minus five going in that uh dome up there in syracuse that weird ass place um it's not called the carrier dome anymore i actually didn't know that it's jmia wireless dome that's a real oh, cool name that's so stupid uh, so they're playing syracuse louisville minus five
1: yeah um you know, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I don't remember what I had in my preseason prediction for this game. So I went ahead and took the points and went with uh, Syracuse getting the five. Um, I think that uh, I think Louisville is going to be a bit better of a team this year than Syracuse, but it is really tricky to play there. Um, So I think it's going to be a
0: very close game. So I'm going to take the five. I kind of hesitantly, though. Yeah, I'm I'm actually like really high on Louisville this year, but I'm actually going to also take the five points. Uh, I do think Louisville is is the much better team here. However, it's it's going to be a sleepy place. I, I think for the first game, yeah. like maybe the fans will be a little excited, but I don't really think so. And Dino Babers, you know, he's really got to get his shit together out there. So um, I think Syracuse could be interesting this year from from just like running weird offenses and shit this this season. I think they're going to be uh just interesting. So, I'm going to take the 5 points, but uh I don't love it. Next up, FCS Maine takes a really far trip like diagonally uh, to play New Mexico. New Mexico's like 10. Yeah, I think New
1: Mexico was rated uh tied for my for my worst rated team here in the uh FBS, but I uh, that's such a far trip, um, and and only minus 10. I am going to take New Mexico
0: there. Yeah, that line is just way too low for me. I, I really don't think anything of New Mexico. And I wouldn't be shocked if they lost the game, I no. guess. But I, you're making me pick a game, a side here. i got to take the 10 with it being such a far travel. Um, Idaho, the Vandals going into Pullman to play Washington State, the Cougars. Cougars laying 28 and a half. Yeah. Um, I took Idaho there. I just kind of think Washington state's
1: going to try to get the job done there. And I, I don't, I don't really have like a huge, like a huge favorite in this one, but uh, I'm going Idaho. I think
0: cam Ward, you know, he was FCS last year. So, you know, like this is his level of competition, I guess. So he should be ready for that. I mean, he was like the best player in all of college football at the FCS level last year. So, um, he should rip this team a new asshole. Maybe you got to get them, you know, you got a lot of new things going on there in Washington State. So maybe you got to run them a little longer. I, I don't feel comfortable or confident, but I, I took Washington State. Next game, Boise State, Oregon State in Corvallis, Oregon State minus three. And I do feel comfortable in my play here. What do you have?
1: Yeah, I do too. Um, seems like uh, people are jumping on Boise here. And, and I mean, it makes sense. Boise's, Boise's got a really good football team. Um, they should be vastly improved from last year. They got a lot of pieces back, but guess what? So does Oregon State. And Oregon State is uh, a very good team to you know potentially compete for the Pac-12 conference this year. Um, I'm going Oregon State minus the three at home. Um, I'm pretty comfortable with that.
0: Yeah, this is actually one of one of my favorite plays on the day. Uh, this Oregon State, they're they're an outlier. Like I'm not. My stupid prediction came out to be Utah and USC. Uh, for the PAC 12 championship. And I don't, I don't feel a hundred percent confident in that. Like I don't believe in those two teams as much as I do for like some of the other conference championships I had ending up. So yeah, they're the two best projected, I guess, but Oregon state is a team that I think is very much in contention. Um, So if you're telling me I get one of the, one of the best teams in the PAC 12 and I really do believe they are one of the best teams at home in an environment that typically is pretty electric there in Corvallis. And they're only given a field goal. Yeah, I'm on it. I'm I'm all over this one. It's one of my favorite plays. Next up, Kent State, the golden flashes. Uh, Preseason, Mike said this could be an upset spot. I remember you were talking about it. (laughs) Is you putting your money where your mouth is? Are you going to lay the 23 there in Seattle? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know
1: what? Uh, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick Kent State here. I did have uh, Washington written down, but I forgot about that. I'm I'm going Kent. I'm going Kent. And the line did go up a point since I wrote this. So uh, I'm all for it. I'm Kent uh, plus the 23.
0: I would have felt betrayed if you wouldn't have taken Kent because I actually originally took Washington as well. And then I kind of remembered that conversation we had about it where I wanted to like – Rip on you and make fun of you for saying that Kent could potentially beat him. And then I looked and I'm like, oh, wait, Washington's actually super shitty against the run. So I wanted to say that the Bauer was going to come out and make a statement here and fuck up Kent State and, you know, show the world that Washington's offense is back, blah, blah, blah. However, I think Kent State's actually going to be able to move the ball on this team, especially once it gets, you know, closer to garbage times type scenario. So yeah. i'm also on kent no yeah. traders on this podcast sure. <laughs> uh western kentucky minus 16 the midnight game going to the island to play hawaii at the ching athletics complex what do you got here i got western kentucky i just think hawaii
1: is just as bad as we saw on last on uh, last week and i th- <laughs> i think uh western kentucky uh they did, they did struggle a little bit though but uh I think uh I think I'm on the minus sixteen.
0: Yeah, this is in no way a reflection on me thinking thinking that Western Kentucky is good because no. I, I don't think they're good. This is also another one of my top plays. Um I'm now from now on moving forward until I see otherwise, I am considering Hawaii an FCS level team. They don't they're they're the worst team so far, I think hands down. In all of college football. So I know it's week zero. We only saw so many teams. It's just they were shockingly, shockingly bad. So um, I'm considering them for my projected lines from this point forward to FCS, and I'm laying that 16 all day. Yes. Uh, Sunday, September 4th, we're going to have Florida State, Mike Norvell and the boys. Coming off that big monster 40-point win over Duquesne. Ooh, you're some
1: bad boys.
0: (laughs) Uh, Playing a neutral site game in Louisiana, uh, in New Orleans, Louisiana, against (laughs) Louisiana State. (laughs) Um, The line here is LSU minus three.
1: Yeah, um, you know, I'm a little bit – I thought that line was going to be a little bit higher. Um, I just think LSU is a better football team, and I think it's down there. Uh, It's in Louisiana. Um, that's one of my favorite games of the day. Uh, I just don't, you know, in, in it's years game that day, well, <laughs> well, <laughs> it's gotta be my favorite then. <laughs> uh, you know, I think that, I, I think in years past, I would have probably been like, Oh, watch, watch Florida state, like creep up on them. But I mean, this team's Florida state, you know, you gotta, they haven't shown anything like, uh, yeah. Like you said, like Duquesne last week, whatever, but like, Florida state hasn't shown anything in several years, Um, you know, and and Brian Kelly's first game, he's going to be all stoked. Everyone's going to be all stoked on themselves
0: there. Um, I really,
1: really, really like LSU here.
0: Yeah. I, I, similarly to what you said, like I also expected this line to be a little higher, but I guess it makes sense. You know, actually Florida state has more continuity than LSU in this game, right? LSU wasn't very good either last year. So you know, maybe it does make a little sense to have that line there. I expected it to be higher. It's not, but however, I, I still think that LSU is the much better team in this matchup. I think Florida State, you know, putting up 47 on Duquesne, I almost think that makes them look like worse to me. I know, like you know, like I feel like that, like they had to, they had to show off against Duquesne, and that doesn't feel like a Florida State thing. Like yeah. they should have went up 50 some at halftime, and like pull the reins you know exactly so i i don't know i'm just still not believing in in this team i'm I'm done i'm done with the mike norvell thing i think it was a failed experiment i'm out on the program and uh, as much as i hate brian kelly i'm on that side of this this thing plus uh i got bets on the florida state under i got bets on the lsu over this game's actually super important to me yeah (laughs) um Yeah, LSU minus 3 also my favorite play of that Sunday. <laughs> uh Monday, September 5th, Labor Day, they treat us to this great game, Clemson minus 22 against Georgia Tech.
1: Yeah, I think uh Clemson's going to start off here with a bang. I think uh you know, all the all the talk about how uh you know, were they going to kind of reclaim their their throne atop the uh college football world this year. Um I I think they are going to come in and I think they are going to fuck up Georgia Tech. Um, and it's a good, it's a good program to do it too, because the game has been close and, uh, it's also a conference game.
0: So I like Clemson there. I do think Clemson is going to be better this year. And I do think Georgia tech really sucks. However, Clemson has two new coordinators on both sides of the ball. Um, Georgia tech, this is the only time of the season that they're going to have any hope in life. So I'm going to go ahead and hesitantly take the points, but I don't love it at all. Okay. So that's going to wrap it up for our week one picks. Uh, we have given you everything we got. Uh, if you have any follow up questions, hit us up on Twitter at Coastal Covers24 at GCG underscore wins. And until next week, uh, this is it for us. So we will see you next time. Good luck this weekend.